Securities offered through Kester Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Full disclosure, Jeff, you are my tax guy. <laughs> and right before we went on the air, uh, we just had a couple of conversations. I think my, we're going to talk about where's my refund? Yes. I jumped online and said, where's my refund? There's a, a place you can go for that to check. And you said, whoa, 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 don't look it up yet. Because <laughs> the IRS uh, kicked something back and said, hey, we need to know, you know, a couple of numbers about daycare and a yes. couple more numbers. So it's an ongoing thing. That it is. You know, so <laughs> sometimes it's clean, sometimes it's not. But yeah. that's why you need a Jeff Zufall to do it for you because I, you know, I'd be lost in the woods. Yes. You know, I'm not really good with numbers in the first place. <laughs> and then when you start incorporating tax code, nah, Makes I'm it out. Makes a little complex. As a you little far. bit. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> so uh, what are we, 10 days, 12, almost yes. two weeks out? Two weeks out almost. Yeah. yeah. How you feeling? You good? Yeah. Come back to life. Right. When you walked in, you said, I got plenty of time today. That's right. Let's, got yeah, tons today. <laughs> stretch our legs. You know, I don't have anything to do. Yep. Nothing pressing. So uh, we'll stretch our legs a bit today. But congratulations again on getting through yes. tax season. Thank you. It was it was fun this year. It wasn't as bad as, didn't seem as bad as 20 and 21. Um, those years were wacky because everything with COVID and all the crazy stuff, this one, if you could call it, went back to a kind of a normal tax season, if you want to call it that. Um, so. No, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Back to a little normalcy. Yeah, a little normal. A little routine. Yeah. It was a fun tax season. Yeah. You can quote <laughs> Jeff on that one. It's a fun one. It was a fun one. Yeah. Well, let's have some fun today. Sure. And talking about the IRS. Let's see how they're doing during this tax season. You know, I don't know if they give you alerts and say, hey, hey, to all the tax preparers out there, we're doing a pretty good job. Uh, so. No, they really don't do that. Um, you can go, we as preparers have a, our own little website we can go look at, shows how many returns that were done, how many were, you know, e-filed, mailed, blah, blah, blah. Um, they kind of give you the big picture on that. Yeah. But that's all they really say. So, how many how many tax returns did you guys do at Capital Advisory Group? Completed a one thousand one hundred forty eight. Oh my! And there's <laughs> Holy. to anybody listening that has an extension, probably three hundred re, uh, returns sitting out there on extension. Which uh, Monday we go back at it. So. It's kind of a mini tax season after tax season. <laughs> yeah, to, to finish up all yeah. of the extensions. Some of them were they need research done to figure out, you know, what angle to run with. Some still missed K-1. Some didn't come in until, you know, the last week by the time they rounded, you know, clients rounded their stuff up. Um, so there's a whole, you know, a ton of reasons why. Um and some of them were complex enough that my brain was toast that I really did not want to go tackle a complex return. You know, when I was at, uh, what, uh, two, two and a half months at, uh, you know, 
a hundred hours a week plus. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so. like I, I never understood. Uh, you know, I've got uh, sisters and in law and family members who are nurses. And mm-hmm. They like they do twenty four hour shifts. I don't get that because my brain, literally, when I know when I'm to stop at night when you know, during tax season. When I start slurring simple math that yeah. you could do, you know, the millisecond, you could add it up, and all of a sudden you start slurring it, and you're like, nope, done. Let's take a break. <laughs> yeah. Let's get some sleep. <laughs> Let's get some food. But, you know, do I want a nurse on 20, her 23rd hour I was always I have a medical I was always, emergency? Yeah, I always worried about that on doctors, you know, where they go, what is it, like 24 hours or whatever, or 48 hours straight. I was like... Why would somebody be able to go, oh, hey, it's this, not that. We'll fix you. Right. Obviously, (laughs) logistically, someone smarter than us have figured it out. And there's a reason why they do it. But I just, I I never, no one's ever explained it enough to me. But uh, same thing with Jeff. You know, you stare at numbers all day. Uh, You got to take a break. After about 14, 15 hours in a day, you're like, nope, we're done. Yeah. So. And, you know, you get an extension and you get a little bit more time to work yeah. on it. You still got to pay. Still got to pay. Yeah. Still got to submit your money. Yeah. So. Um, but we talk about we talked about that a lot last week because it was uh, the end of it. But you still have to pay your money no matter what, even if you got an extension. Yeah. And if you're out there and you're listening to this show and you said, I didn't do anything about my taxes this year. I didn't submit money. I didn't submit the taxes. I didn't even file for an extension. You need to call Jeff right yes. now. We'll get you. We'll get you situated. Six three six three nine four five five two four. That's the number for Capital Advisory Group, and uh, the idea is it's going to cost you a lot more in fees and penalties yes. than it is to have Jeff deal with it now. Yes, you know, um, and the and, one big one is failure to file. Period. I mean, it's just boom. You didn't. You know, you didn't failure file. to file. Boom. That's it. It's a one-time shot. Um, and then if you do owe them money, the, the dollars start rolling. Now, if you timed or if you filed a extension on time, you're perfectly fine. Um, you, they won't hit you for a failure to file. But in the past, they really, you know, even if you have a refund, we've seen where they ding people who just go, ah, eh, file later. They hit them for failure to file. Yeah. So they didn't do it in the past because for whatever reason, um, if you owe them, you know, then the, the, clock starts ticking if you want to call it that going forward so yeah yeah i in years past in a past life i was the poster boy for failure to file (laughs) i mean i just you know i don't want to pay the taxes so i'm just not going to worry about it it'll go away it'll go away (laughs) Uh, i can't do that anymore because i'm filing jointly Mm -hmm. and my wife won't let your wife will hunt you down and kill you (laughs) she won't let me be irresponsible like that anymore but i know how the brain works. I know people are like, I don't want to deal with this. Yes. I think I've got a big tax bill this year. I'm just going to ignore it and bury my head in the sand. You do yep. not want to do that. Yeah. Just file an installment agreement, online IRS. Um, you can actually go fill it out online. You can do it by paper. I think the IRS would rather have you do it online. Um, just you fill the data out and submit it um, and just come up with a quick payment plan. And at the very least, go and see Jeff yeah. and find out because the devil you know is always better than the devil you don't. Yes. So get ahead on, uh, cut the fees down, stop the fees, stop the uh, the interest payments, 636-394-5524. And that's for the people out there who didn't pay and, and said, I'm not going to worry about taxes this year because whatever reason. Yeah. Or if you filed an extension. Um, and then you're like, yeah, I don't want to do my taxes. Yeah. I, I follow an extension. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's still here. And, yes. and as we always say, 
Taxes isn't just April 15th, or in this case, April 18th this yes, year. Yes, this year. Taxes is a year-long thing, so if you got an extension, Jeff is still there. Yep. It's not like Jeff takes off. Um, no, no, he's not seasonal help. No, not by no means. Um, our our vacation got pushed to the end of May, so. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so he's around. I'm here. He's around. <laughs> Uh, all right. So how is the IRS doing? If I popped out online and said, where's my refund.com or .gov? Yes. So the funny part is we had talked about this. This goes back to what they call the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, um, which has nothing to do with inflation and it won't reduce inflation. It's been proved by a ton of people that it it's just won't. just a flashy name. It's just a really good name for, you know, when you got high inflation in a year. Mm-hmm. So – the uh, IRA, which is the Inflation Reduction Act, not your IRA that you put money in, um, basically had the funding for the IRS. So they get $80 billion over the next 10 years. So there was an actual meeting that was supposed to be in February where the IRS shows up to the Treasury Department in front of Janet Yellen and says, hey, we got $80 billion. This is what we're going to do with it. They kind of missed that meeting. Um, but Have they, they gotten the money? Yeah, Did they they've get, gotten pieces of they it already because it's over 10 years. Okay. Um, so they showed back up in April and said, okay, redo. Yeah. Here's, here's our, here's our plan. So, so Janet Yellen <laughs> at the Fed said, yes. hey, IRS, come down and tell us what to, you're going to yeah. do with all this money that, that the government They're going to go you. buy Maseratis for yeah. everybody. And the, the, in the first meeting they said, um, <laughs> we can't make it. Yeah. Sorry. No one's home. <laughs> uh, oops. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if somebody gave, if the boss gave me $80 billion and said, I want to see how you're spending it. And I skipped the meeting. There'd be, there'd be some trouble. Anybody else, there'd be some trouble, big time. There'd be some trouble. Um, but, but they did. They finally showed up. Yeah, they, they showed up. They got nice suits on. Yeah, and said, <laughs> oops, sorry. Um, and Janet was nice with them. So, But no, um, this Danny Waffle, which is the new IRS uh, commissioner, who was a previous IRS commissioner back uh, 2017-ish, 14-ish, somewhere in that range. So he knows the, he knows the game in a sense. Um, has taken on the reins. So I got a suspicion he's going to turn this around pretty quick from getting funding and he already knows how the thing works. Right. Versus somebody new coming in trying to figure out, hey, what department does what and all that. Yeah. So the funniest is they exceeded their level of service. So Janet Yellen's goal was 85% of all phone calls coming in got answered. And they hit the target of 87%. Wow. And you go, wow, it's even better than what Janet said. You know, I, to be honest with you, uh, we joked that, boy, you're really setting the bar low, 85%. Mm-hmm. You, don't want, you don't want to shoot for 100% answer calls? Well, they were like calls. 13. <laughs> yeah, they were at 13. But this is a government agency. Yeah. You know, these exactly. things don't run at 100% ever. Ever. Yeah. So to see that they exceeded their goal, 87% of phone calls answered. Yes. Yeah. All right. And we've noticed here over the last, uh, I'll say, 30 days or so, we can actually get through. As a tax preparer yourself, yes. you need to call the IRS. You can get through and times. say, hey, what are you guys doing here? You get to talk. You know. to, it's not just a phone prompt yeah. and then hang up. Yeah. Well, Did that ever happen to you? Oh, yeah. I, I won't. I, during tax season, I don't get on the phone with them. I just don't have the time to sit there. Mm-hmm. And then half the time, you're on, on the, you, you're on hold, basically listening to the worst music on the face of the earth. Um, and then all of a sudden, an hour goes by. You know, I mean, it, it would run you – it would run you almost two hours, and it would just cue you and hang up on you. Oh, for so crying out loud. three hours later, you'd be like, oh, I was on the phone with the IRS. And you turn around, and it already hung up on you an hour ago. So I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but this year? Pretty much call, get straight through within uh, seven, eight minutes. 
Talk to someone. Uh, and you can talk to an individual. Individual can say, hey, I can help you, or no, you got to call these guys, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you go from there. Wow. So it's – What a difference $80 billion would – Sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the other stuff that they have actually put in play, I guess, if you want to call it. Um, so they have some new digital tools, which you go, oh, IRS, the amount of paper that would show up and our, you know, digital – data coming in. Um, they're digitizing 80 times more returns than they did in 2022 because they have new scanning technology, um, which 80 billion paid for. Um, backlog of unprocessed, you know, 2022 individual tax returns um, basically have been pushed through. So there really is no backlog as we sit. We're two weeks out of tax season, which is phenomenal. And everything's going. Yeah. Wow. Um, and they actually enabled a new direct deposit refund option. So this is if you file an amended return, it's done by paper. Um, and it is atrocious because you may file an amended return and you may not get a, re- a response for months. And what it is is that's if you, like right now, if you're sitting today and you went, oh, hey, look, I got this W-2 or 1099 I forgot to put on my tax return. You amend a return, add it. But let's say it's to your advantage and they owe you money. You have to print a return, sign it, put it in the mail, sit back and wait. And maybe in like four or five months, they send you a check. Mm. Now they have the ability. We have to get the states on board. There's only, I think, six states that are going with it immediately. But we got to get Missouri and Illinois on board so that you can e-file the amended return. And it literally electronically files and and. Uh, basically does a direct deposit right to your bank account within a day or two. Wow. Minutes, so, not months. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, there's some where we don't even, we never even got a response from some of the amended returns that we sent in. So you got to reprint it, re have the client resign it, remail it. And it is a, it's a hassle. I mean, it's a and huge is, hassle. And you've been saying this for years, for as long as we've been doing the show, the IRS hates paper. They, they have enough it. of it already. Exactly. And the problem is, is they were understaffed. I mean, seriously understaffed, as you can see from these numbers. So if you were doing something digital and it went right through their computer system, boom, no, nobody ever asked a question. Nobody ever said anything. It's great. But if you need assistance with anything, Open an envelope. <laughs> yeah, like read a, a human, tax return. A human has to open an yeah, envelope and it read didn't what's happen. inside. Yeah, it didn't happen. Um, or there were stacks sitting on people's desk. Um, there was the report out there, and uh, I don't know what service center it was, where they shredded an entire office of tax returns and data, and then they said, oh, it won't affect anybody. But yet, across the country, I know people are like, hey, where'd my stuff go? Yeah, oh, we shredded it. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, well, well, the high up said shred it to get back on track. So. Well, the, yeah, this is like like when my email account was too full and I just said, you yeah. know, click all, delete, delete all, <laughs> let's start over from scratch. I probably yes. missed a couple of things. Yeah, but a few things in there. <clears throat> it's one of those things where we've heard all of the horror stories about the IRS. Yeah. They're still working with floppy disks. Yeah. They're still working with... Computer systems from the 70s, yes. fax machines, paper, paper everywhere. They yeah. can't even have lunch in the lunchroom because it's covered it's with boxes, boxes of papers. Of paper. yeah. So, yes, do they need financial assistance to hire more people? Yes. Do they need <laughs> technological advancements oh, at the IRS? Big time. Oh, big time. And big as a time. tax preparer, you are looking at this and saying this is much better than it used to be. Yes, it's getting better, uh, which is good. So hopefully – 
you know, as we go forward in time, they start to hire people, they train people. Um, again, multiple phone calls were made in the past um, where you get somebody on the phone and they go, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And that's that's where it ended. You're like, yeah. uh, what do I do now? <laughs> okay. So uh, going paperless, that's one thing. Hiring more people to answer phones, that's another thing. What mm-hmm. else is, is the IRS planning to spend all this money on? So some of the other things, they've already picked up uh, 5,000 new hires. Okay. So there's 5,000 more people in there. How many people have retired, though? Well, it's right now they're playing a game where it's, you know, basically they're just repl- one replacing. One. Yeah, re- yeah, one, one in, one, one out. Yeah. Um, but as as we go forward, a lot of people will stay, and then they'll have that increase in nice in cushy government job. Yeah, um, probably doesn't pay that much, but it's got awesome benefits. Great I'm benefits, sure. <laughs> right. um, so they're saying that there were 6.5 million phone calls that came through. Um, that's 2.4 million more with live assistance. Um, so basically, that's that's awesome that that many phone calls were actually answered. Uh, they say they cut the phone wait time down from 27 minutes. Uh, I don't, I don't buy the 27 because there's been a good 60 plus in time. More like 27 um, hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then basically they they have a callback option. So some of the technology. You, oh, I love that. You call the customer yeah. service line and says, "Hey, you're number 52 in line, but you know we'll call you right back and save your spot." I, I had a call. IRS has that. Southwest Airlines. Mm-hmm. And they had the call back. And I'm like, yeah. well, rather than wait on and listen to this terrible system terrible. of old music, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call me back. Yeah. So so they have that put in play. Um, they actually opened some of these what's called the taxpayer assistance centers. Um, so I think they said they opened 17 new ones. Um, and that's where you can walk in and say, because there's a couple of IRS offices in St. Louis Used to be able to walk in and talk to people, but they're more processing, kind of administrative. They don't really want you in there anymore. Right. And they make it tough enough that you got to go through the gauntlet, you know, metal detectors and the whole shoot match to get to the, the door. Yeah, the door's locked. Yeah. Don't come in. <laughs> um, but they did open up taxpayer assistance centers. That's where you, if you have an issue or you get a notice and you don't know how to respond or what to do, you can just go right to these taxpayer assistance centers, sit down. There's a wait. But they can actually walk you through what the next step is, how to fix it, what you did wrong, what they did wrong, et cetera. And, and this isn't uh, – they won't do your taxes for you. They won't you. do your taxes, but they'll help you weed out an issue. And sure. they may say, here, fill this form out. Go home, fill this form out. Bring it back next week. And that fixes it. So that's that's kind of what takes place at a taxpayer assistance center. And that's for people trying to do their own taxes. Doing their own return. And they um, run into some snags. And they run into a snag, notice. Um, it's easier. So it used to be in the past it was easier just to go to the office and say, hey, you sent me this notice. What's my next step? They tell you exactly what to do, um, you know, versus just write a check and make them go away. Mm-hmm. So. So that's good that those are now opening because um, a lot of them closed in COVID. Sure. The, uh, the taxpayer, I guess it's the uh, uh, Advocate Center, actually quit taking new clients because they didn't have manpower to help out. That is if you call an 800 number and say, hey, I have an issue, help me. They'd say, oops, sorry, nobody's left. Um, yeah. Have a nice day. They weren't, I didn't even think they were taking calls. So that's the good side is the assistance centers have opened back up to help you out. could be easy fix, could be technical. If it's technical, you need somebody like us. They'll weed through it and fix it. So 
And and we're going to get political here in just a second. I don't want to. We never mm-hmm. do. You know, we don't take sides. We have to mention it, though, because yeah. it's out there. Oh, yeah. But there are people that want to defund the IRS. Yes. So this is the, the place that, for better or for worse, processes all of our taxes. And, and we don't even know how terrible it's been run. They stop the Advocate <laughs> Center – Stop! They quit taking, answering yeah. the phones. Quit taking because they didn't have the because they didn't power. have anybody there. You yeah. know, even if I well, hey, thanks for answering. Well, I only answered to tell you that we're not yeah, taking. We're not clients. taking new clients. Clicks, figure it Goodbye. out. Goodbye. <laughs> the fact that it's running so thin and and hamstrung it for was, all these years. It was defunded multiple times. Um, they took a lot of the stuff away from them, which. You know, to run a, a company, you need that funding going forward or you need that revenue to offset. I mean, this is a you know government agency. They just kept defunding, defunding, defunding. It started a long time ago, too. Somebody has to process the taxes. Exactly. I don't understand. Well, and this pays for roads, bridges, um, yeah. you know, all that fun stuff, your, you know, uh, emergency assistance, whatever you want to call it. The problem with it is they defunded it so much that it became a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's getting resurrected, if you want to call it that. So, Well, for now. For now. But some of our friends on one side of the aisle want to pull this $80 billion. Um, so the debt ceiling fight that's going on yeah. right now. The Republicans want to um, cut spending yeah. as part of the provision to agree mm-hmm. to raise the debt ceiling. The Democrats say, you know, no, just raise it. And, and, you know, now they're going back and forth. And for whatever reason, whoever's right, whoever's wrong, the dust will settle. And hopefully we won't default on our loans. But one of the provisions is, well, we need to cut funding and the IRS $80 billion. (laughs) We want to start there. Yeah. So maybe it's great for one year and then it's terrible to rest. I don't know. Um, But they got the money for at least this year. They got this year because it's spread out over 10 10 years. years. It's $80 billion over 10 years. So, so one of the arguments is let's take the the next nine years back. And take it back and go yeah. spend it on, you know, some research whatever project. Yeah. yeah, whatever <laughs> else. You know, the question is what are we spending all of our money on? Yeah. Well, in the case of the IRS, we're trying to get people to answer the phones. That's all we want. <laughs> answer the phone. And that's process, all we want. Process paper. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's basically where they're at um, at the end of the day. They do have um, the ability as coming to respond to notices electronically. So right now, I mean, we're, we basically either have to call. If it's something really technical, we have to put together a package. We have to draft a letter and we have to fax it in. Um, I mean, again, fax machines are kind of, <laughs> yeah. I won't say old technology, no, but it it's kind of old technology. The one we have here in the back, I've used it like once, and yeah. it's it's that aged yellow color. Yeah, It probably used <laughs> to be, you know, bright white. <laughs> we have built into our big printer it's got a fax machine in there yeah and a scanner and it'll scan through it'll scan it and fax it right you know all in one but the irs now has the ability if you get a notice that you can respond by fax and there's going to be coming here shortly from what i was reading you will be able to respond to them digitally um, which means probably not email but a secure portal that we could sign up for that we could drop some send data back and forth which means you're fixing an issue in maybe a couple of days versus a couple of months. Yeah. Um, 
which and, is which is great. So. Yeah, and coming from a tax person, and you know, Jeff, it doesn't mean you're a Democrat. It doesn't mean you're no. a Republican. You I, work in this field, and exactly. is it working better? It's for what we see. You know, first cuff um, working way better than what it was. Yeah, I mean, literally, you could sit on the phone for hours and go nowhere and get hung up on. Just because nobody was answering phones. Yeah. Or if you did talk to somebody, they're like, hey, uh, sorry, I'm working from home. Um, I can't help you. Yeah. Call somebody else. <laughs> Call someone else, yeah. <laughs> Which that one will really set you off when you sit on the phone for an hour and a half, and then they answer the phone and tell you that. Yeah, call somebody else. like, what? <laughs> right. Get, but, in, get in line on that on yeah. someone else's phone. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. So that's where we're at. All right. What What is the prospect? What happens if we do hit the debt ceiling, and default on <laughs> so our loans. The funny, funny, funny part is everybody's like, oh, man, it's the end of the world. But the question, this is a test question, how many times has the U.S. defaulted on their their issues in and the past, historically? I, I Historically, I thought I heard someone say that we've never defaulted on our loans. Not true. Not true. Okay. So this goes way back. How about a 1790 default? Oh, oh, boy. So this is <laughs> boy, George Washington. Were we even a country <laughs> at that point? Technically. Um, so we, we we defaulted in 1790. Mm-hmm. Um, we defaulted in 1861, which was a civil war. Okay, that makes sense. So you go, okay. I mean, everybody was going at it, so nothing was going to go down. Oh, well, we forgot to pay uh, yeah. our loans Oops. because yeah. someone's shooting a cannon exactly. in our office. Yeah, so we might not do that. Um, 1933. So... The world came to a screeching halt. So what they're saying in 1933. Oh, the Great Depression. Yeah. So this is what's called the Second Liberty Bond Act. Okay. And they're saying that's basically the legislative root of today's debt ceiling. Started in 1933. Hmm. So um, 1979 was a technical default, if you want to call it that. Um. So by all modern definitions, it constitutes a default because they didn't make their payments on time, um, but they did within a couple of days. Um, and it was a three-week three period starting um, in late 79. So uh, I don't know who we owe out there, China, other countries. Oh, we owe tons of tons of people tons all over the country. place. Um, is it like when when I uh, miss a credit card payment where they give me a grace period? <laughs> I don't know if there's a grace period because <laughs> you're you talking know. numbers with lots and lots right. of decimal points and zeros. 1979, in it. a couple. Oh, we missed it by a couple of days. Yeah, it was uh, three weeks, and and this is the funny part is uh, they failed to che- the Treasury Department failed to send checks out in a timely manner, totaling 122 million dollars in mm. 1979. Which is equivalent to, you know, $10 trillion today. Yeah. I don't know if that number is true or not. But, um, and basically there were, you know, so 79. So that wasn't too long it's ago. It's not that long ago. But the um, other ones were, uh, I mean, Great were, Depression, Civil War. Yeah, Civil War. Not just two yeah. parties who can't agree on exactly. something. So yeah. there was uh, rumors that, and uh, what was that, 20, 2013? That the world was going to come to a screeching halt, but I they, remember that scene had the, the countdown yeah. clock, you they know, until we default yeah. <laughs> on our loans. Tick tock, tick tock, yeah. and that came down to a couple hours. It right? did, yeah. And then they got it together, voted, passed it, and we were good to go. Well, Kevin McCarthy said we will not default on our loans, but that being said, they still haven't agreed on. I it. I haven't anymore. agreed on it. And originally, Janet Yellen said that it was September is the issue. Um, 
And then she came back and, and I heard said, summer. And, and they said, well, maybe not September, maybe June, because the math wasn't all there. Um, June's not far away. June's right around the corner. <laughs> June's not, not <laughs> so, too far off. And it could be that it's, you know, two weeks, three weeks. Nobody really knows. So that's the question of the day. And, and you well, know, I, would, I would hate for these politicians to say, oh, we've got time. We've got two weeks. And then find out, oh, wait, no. Well, yeah, because on the eighth hour, eleventh hour, they're like, oh, yeah, okay, we got to do it. Boom. So, again, debt ceiling just basically increases the spending of the U.S. government. And it's it was never a, I'll say, a political thing back until maybe the last eight years, yeah, ten years. Um, and then it became very political. Um, back in the day, um, even Clinton time, just it came up. They said, boom, here's what we need. Everybody agreed to it, and it went on its way. It was an administrative thing. Yeah, kind of more thing. you guys vote on it and, you know, let it go. Um, so you go, okay, was that what caused it today? Um, you know, where we sit debt-wise, you know, U.S. debt, um, a huge number. There's a countdown clock out there um, that shows what it is grand total, you know, what it is uh, per person in the U.S. I mean, everybody, kids, you yeah. know, adults, the whole shooting match. I've seen that. They have to make that clock a little bit longer. Yeah, I think it's... they're going to have to adjust that because it is – and if you watch the numbers – Way back, they you know they would kind of go you know click 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 click. It was kind of now it's like <laughs> adding it's billions of dollars. It. Um, but it's it's one of those things. Depending on who the president is, and depending who owns the house, and depending who owns the Senate, so it's a it's a thing. It's a thing. Um, and again, without getting political, um, one of the things that's going to take place here shortly, and a lot of people don't pay attention to this, all of Trump's tax laws that were put in play basically sunset 2025 and we have a presidential election in 2024 oh boy so whoever basically wins 24 gets the reset the reset tax, the law tax law going forward that's uh, interesting i wonder interesting. if that's going to be brought up uh you know probably people, too soon in the cycle yeah. but it, i'm sure that that's going to be brought up as we get closer to you know the actual election day so but unfortunately no one uh none of us listen about the tax part of the debates we all want to hear yes. about <laughs> you know the salacious stuff exactly you did what to who yeah, to who and when <laughs> and my my you know opponent said this and it's like can we talk about the stuff that actually affects all of us well Taxes. Exactly. The funny part, though, is it, it started off uh, Hillary and Trump's debate, the first debate they ever had back in the day. They started off, first topic was carried interest. And probably 5% of America, 2% of America understood what in the world they were even talking about. Right. And the carried interest is if you're a hedge fund, you don't pay ordinary income tax, you pay capital gain on hundreds of billions of dollars a year. I mean, that's that's the the greatest tax law out there. If you're a billionaire um, and you have a hedge fund, you hold it for two years, you hold an investment for two years and sell it, you and I pay ordinary income on that. These guys. Hedge funds don't? Hedge funds don't. They pay a 10, they pay, well, 20% capital gains is what it's at. So, and I'm, you know, on, on that, a sale like that, that would income, that would oh, be. shoot you through the moon. 40%. Exactly. Not higher. Yeah, but they pay capital gains. Is that the thing that Kristen Cinema was yes. trying to keep? Exactly. <laughs> for the hedge funds, she was yeah. working on behalf of the hedge funds. They were. Tr- they tried taking it out in this. I guess it was in a September October bill of uh, twenty two, 
it was supposed to be stripped out, and then cinema stepped up and said, oh, no, we have to keep it in keep there. Keep this gift for yeah. my hedge fund yeah. donors. Exactly. And it's like, well, we know who pays you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not the American so, government, that's for yeah. sure. So so that's where we sit. So it's right. kind of a big – I say the election is bigger, not just from a, the geopolitical standpoint, but it's bigger from the tax angle because whoever wins gets to really yeah. reset all kinds of tax laws. We'll find out who's running. Yeah, well, that's uh, a whole that's a whole thing. <laughs> Another issue. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, I don't care what your kids are doing. I only care what your thoughts yes. are about <laughs> the tax code because that yes. actually affects me when it comes to my wallet. And yes. uh, when you think about your wallet, do you want to keep more money in your pocket? In your bank account, do you want to keep less money going to the federal government? I could do more with $1,000 than they can. Yes. You know, if you gave the federal government $1,000 of my money right now, who knows what they'd spend it on? Go poof and you never see it ever again. A hammer, you know, (laughs) one bolt for that F-15 fighter jet. Oh, yeah. Um, Gone in seconds. But for me, you know. That's that's an extra couple of days at Disney. Exactly. That's uh, an extra couple of nice dinners with my wife. That means way more to me than it does to the government. How do I get to keep more of what's mine? Well, you call Jeff Zufall, 636-394-5524. Tax season is over, hey. but taxes <laughs> never stop. I get We got paid yesterday, and I looked on there, and I said, well, right. oh, Tax season is over, but they keep taking taxes out. <laughs> Whoa. And they will. Because you know, it never stops. So how do I keep for the rest of the year, the next eight, seven, eight months, Jeff, how do I keep more of my money? Well, I call you and we sit exactly. down and we talk about it. 636-394-5524. Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. CapitalAdvisoryGRP.com. Tax season is over, but taxes don't stop. So you need to think about this as a year-long thing, yes. years-long, even 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Exactly. Get a plan set up. Yes. Uh, so it, it's one of those things that you should address it. Otherwise, more money's going off to the government, yeah. out of your paycheck. You'll never see it, and it could be it could be your money. Yes. And that's basically the point of the show and the point of what Jeff does every single day. We'll go to commercial break, and when we come back, more of Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back on the Big 550, back to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. It's the name of the book that Jeff wrote. It's the name of the show that we do, and it's what Jeff eats and breathes and (laughs) sleeps on and yes. at night, he's just dreaming, how can I ha- help Josh keep more of his hard-earned <laughs> money on his paycheck? That's called a nightmare. <laughs> pre-taxed, you know, not going to the federal government. How can we help Josh out? Because, <laughs> Jeff, I need it. Um, but I need it, so I went and found somebody. And his yeah. name is Jeff Zufo. Exactly. So, uh, this is the the life you chose. Unfortunately, and- <laughs> yeah. So um, how about I was roped into – Unknowingly, because I'm second generation. So. Yeah, yeah. His, his dad said, "You're gonna, you're gonna own the office yeah. one day." So came true. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain too much. No, you, know? you got a all. fireplace in your office and That's two right. TVs. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> you can't to me. beat that. Can't beat that. Um, but what you can do for us is, you know, you can help me on the path 
to yes. two TVs and a fireplace. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I know we're doing a fireplace project at our house right now, and my wife is saying, well, let's wait and see what the what the return is, what our tax return is, and maybe that means we get those – uh, uh, you know, pendant lighting, yeah. you know, <laughs> over the bookcases or whether we don't. Yeah. So, you know, you we'll a, figure it out. You get a flashlight. <laughs> but that, that's, that's the point. If you can keep more of your money, you can maybe get nicer things. Exactly. Because yeah. I need a fireplace and bookshelves more than the federal government needs an extra $1,000. Okay? That's that's the plan. Yes. Of it. So, yes. I agree. I agree 100%. 100%. <laughs> so... Where's my refund? Where can we go to find out where our refund is? So if you're curious where your refund is, haven't it hasn't hit your bank account yet, or maybe it says, um, if you look at your bank, it says pending, um, you can either go to our website, uh, which is capitaladvisorygrp.com, right-hand side, click a button, it says, Lily, where's my refund? Yep. You hit that button, it'll drop down, it'll say federal, state of Missouri, or Illinois. Um, click the button. You need to know your Social Security number, mm-hmm. your zip code, and your filing status for the previous year. Um, and then you also need what was your expected refund. And it will actually then compute and tell you where you're at. If it says pending, just hang tight. Give them a little bit. Um, we are just, what, 10, 15 days yeah, out? Yeah, you're only 10, 15 days out. I mean, if you filed your return 30 days ago and it says pending, yeah, there's probably something going on there. Um, either somebody's reviewing it. Um, or, you know, there's an issue and it's waiting to kick you a letter or something of that effect. Um, but it's super simple to look at and see where you're at. Okay. Um, and so, you can you can do that via Jeff's website, capitaladvisorygrp.com. On the right-hand side, a button that literally says, where's my yeah, refund? Where's my refund? <laughs> Click on it, put your numbers in, and see what it says. Yeah. Um, Got to watch out, though, for scams. Yes. Don't just go and click on anything. Don't go Google this. Go to irs.gov. Make sure it's the IRS's site or our site. Don't go Google, you know, Googling it and saying, hey, here's a quick way to do it. I just um, did it before we started the show. Uh, you said, hey, hang on. We actually need a couple more numbers from you, yeah. Josh, so it's not going to uh, give you an answer. But when I Googled, where's my refund? Yes. All of these weird sites popped yes. up and they all want to look official. They yep. all want you to click on them. Yeah. You know, because then you're starting to input your, your very you're sensitive information. Serious in. sensitive data yeah. on, out there. And there's a ton of scams that are going down right now. These people want to get a hold of your refund before yes. it ever gets to you. Before you get it. So the biggest one that we see is social media. Um, if you see something on Facebook, and it's like, hey, I can save you money or I'll get you money back. Be careful. Be very, very, very careful. The reason being is they're actually through NSA, which is National Society of Accountants, they sent a, a email link and said, hey, this guy's out there doing this. And what he says is, oh, he's on uh, – maybe he's on TikTok, I believe. And he says, oh, you could you could write off everything in your house. You just open a business and just run it all through here and write it off. Problem is, is yeah, that's extremely illegal. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, unethical, illegal, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, unethical is one thing. Illegal is, is yeah, another. Yeah, because you have to have a profit motive for a business. You just can't open a business and then start writing off all kinds of stuff in your house and take these massive deductions because you can't. I mean, now if you're first year of your business, that's different. Um, but you have to have a profit motive. You can't just create it, have zero income, and then say, hey, I'm going to write off all this stuff. 
it's all over social media. Oh, you do this and you can get back $5,000 from the federal government and all these weird things. So be Why me. would I be taking tax information it from happens. TikTok, <laughs> from Instagram? Yes, it happens. From so Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and again, at the end of the day, if you took that information and you filed a return and it's fictitious, it's on you. Um, seriously. So that's one. Um, the basically like online account stuff, you know, like the where's my refund? You go to the wrong site. You type in all this data. Um, they have everything that they need to take off and run um, and go with it. And they're third party scammers. So the funny part is I get emails through tax season they were random um but i got just literally in the last two days five emails from people and they're scammers um basically saying oh i would like to uh have you do my tax return you know blah 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 and it goes through this long thing um and so the the setup is we respond and say great you know we'd like to set up a time to have a conversation and then they set up a date and then on that day what they do is they shoot an email that morning and say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make the meeting. Um, but here's all my tax data. Like we're dumb enough to click on the box oh, to pull yeah. the data. Yeah, and what yeah. they're trying to do is just they're, they're fishing, basically what it is. So it's funny because they stand out like a sore thumb. Um, when you read the verbiage, you're like, Prah, no way, that's a scam. And they'll, they'll get a bug into your system. Yep. And uh, could they get my information? I'm a client of yours. Well, could they get my information? We pay. Our IT is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> seriously, yeah, yeah. they keep that from happening. Right. So we have no, you know, we can't click a link policy. Um, if you don't know who that person is sending you an email, don't d- delete it. If it smells um, fishy, even 1%. Walk away. Yeah, um, seriously. And there's a system running in the background firewall that's running at all times. It's like, man, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the fish regulated by, by the IRS sure. or by the government to yes. have that in place yes. since you do deal you with to. people's yes. finances. You have to. Yeah. Um, IRS, FINRA, because um, we're registered reps. Um, I'm sure SEC's in there somewhere. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, but there are regulations on stuff that we use, um, software that we run, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, but I let IT take care of that. They keep all that stuff up to date, um, which got me tax season one day. All of a sudden, my system goes, we're updating. It just started running an update. So it took an hour, hour and a half for it to run its little thing. Right in the middle of tax season. I'm like, ah. <laughs> and I, you know, kind of got mad at the I know the IT guy, and he's like, sorry, it's got to do it. Got to do, do the updates. Got to protect everybody. Yeah. So, uh, well, I think we we did a scam show uh, yeah. last year. <laughs> yeah, and maybe yeah, we revisit that and, yeah. and talk to the IT department again because this stuff is out there and. It, is it probably more right now just because yes. it is refund season? Because it's every exactly. It's in everybody's everybody's waiting for the refund. They're kind of van anxious saying, Hey, where's my money? Mm-hmm. You know. Um so And they want to get your refund before you even exactly. get it. Yeah. It's harder to get my money out of my checking account. But this refund is. hypothetically is a little easier to get in front of yeah. um and get. So um so then the other thing is what they call offering compromise mills, and we've talked about this. You see the late night commercials. On, you know, oh, I had $80 billion in IRS debt and I settled for $7. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's <laughs> I had $100,000 <laughs> in debt and I settled for 50 happen. bucks. I mean, unless it's total. Thanks, Jim. Yeah. Total <laughs> destitute. Um, I mean, yes. Then there are cases where they did, but they are very, very, very slim on that. 
Um, so you'll are see these this. tax attorneys? Are these lawyers that are, really, that are running I wouldn't say tax attorneys are running commercials. It's a place you call an 800 number. You give them all their information. I think there's a, a gentleman that was on the news. It might have been a couple months ago um, where he spent like seven or $8,000 to help him get his tax issue taken care of. At the end of the day, they did nothing. <laughs> they didn't. They said, oh, okay, we looked into it and there's nothing we can do. Yeah. But after he paid seven grand. Oh. So I think like. Non-refundable. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> what channel it was that was trying to help him out to see if they could get back his money. But I don't think that he got it back. His, I don't think he got back his money. Yeah. Um, but that that's what they call an offering compromise mill. Offering compromise is if you owe the IRS a ton of money. Well, maybe not even a ton, but money. You can go to the IRS and fill a whole bunch of paperwork out and do an offering compromise, which means, hey, I owe you $50,000. I can't pay it. It's impossible. What would you settle for? So I can do this myself. Technically could. I don't need the late night guy. Yeah. I don't need to pay him seven grand to do this for me. I could do this myself. Exactly. You just fill the pay. They want to know income, assets. They want to know. He's doing the exact same thing that I could be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I've seen I've seen it in the past where they've paid four and five thousand dollars attorneys, and they didn't even fill the paperwork out right and sent it in. IRS came back and said no. Yes. (laughs) You you missed three sections on this, and I'm like, you paid five grand for somebody to for somebody to only half fill out the forms. And once I once I looked at, I was like, there's no way in the world the IRS is ever going to give you you got assets. But this is something that you can do for people as well. And yes, here let me let me be a testament to this. Jeff is a real person. I could reach out and touch him yes. right now. Yeah. <laughs> and not only is he a real person, he's my tax guy and my wealth advisor as well. Um, so he's a real person, yeah. and you can go and see him at his office in Ellisville, Capital yes. Advisory Group, and you can call him right now, 636-394-5524. It's not a 1-800 number. It's not on late at night no. on, <laughs> on television. Call 1-800-888. Yeah. He's a real person <laughs> that you can go and see and talk to. Bring your issue to Jeff. Yeah. Have a consultation. He can tell you what he can do for you. And if you agree to, to go forward, then you go forward. And and I'm guessing, Jeff, that um, whatever tax issues we have, we owe the, the government, the clock is running. To take care of a tax issue is probably cheaper than to just let the interest and penalties run. Yes. So if you find <laughs> That's yourself, all I'll say is yes. <laughs> stop burying your head yeah. in the sand. I always say this. You bury your head in the sand. Well, I want to bring the the clock down into the sand with you. Yeah. Okay, you're hiding from it, but here's Say, hey. these are all the fees that are racking up. Still, yes. you can't hide from it. You can't. So, yeah, uh, it's still running. The juice is still running. Um, so uh, there's that out there. So watch for the scams. You can go to Jeff's website, capitaladvisorygrp.com, on the right hand side. Where's my refund? Click on that. Yes. That'll link you directly to. The state and the IRS yes, websites. Exactly. Um, so don't don't try to find it on the internet because there's a lot of scam sites out there. There's tons of them out there. They try and get you know get your data, whether they take your refund or they you know try to just get your data to go forward from yeah. there. And now with two minutes, two minutes left, Jeff. Inflation. Where yes. are we at? Where's the Fed at with interest rates? So, a um, couple things. Uh, May third, which is next Wednesday, Fed meets again. Um, not to say that it's a Vegas odds, but I think it's a 92% chance they're going to raise rates another quarter percent. Um, A lot of people were hoping that they would pause, which is kind of meaning that they're done with their rate hikes, but I don't think that they're to that point yet um, from what we've been reading. 
but it'll probably be a quarter point hike on next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, that kind of big picture um, gets us going. We're sitting currently at 5% inflation. So again, we've come way down from where we were. I mean, back last year, we were probably at uh, nine. I think it was the highest was 9.1. It's gotten it down to 5%. But there's a factor in here, and I say a factor. Um, and what they're talking about is the CPI, which is Consumer Price Index, is components. And it's a percent broken off in like six or seven different categories that makes the CPI. Um and the one that is the issue is they're actually referencing inflation for shelter. So whether it's apartments, homes, whatever the case may be, which accounts for 30% of the total CPI basket. So the, the CPI component accounts for 30% of it, which is the biggest, um, actually was higher, uh, basically 8.2 versus 8.1 last month. So um, that's from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Um, so again, Inflation generally is coming down, mm-hmm. um, but it's being, for, it's being stubborn. It's being very stubborn, and unfortunately, the, uh, Janet Yellen did make a comment a couple of weeks ago in a in a press conference saying that it's going to be here for a while. Mm. Um, so most people are interpreting that next couple of years. Well, she's busy these days. She's very busy. Um, <laughs> she's a little bit all over the place. So, yeah. um, but checking in with the IRS, dealing <laughs> with inflation. Um, but again, five percent is where we sit. Um, so again, it's coming down, but you got to figure they had eight rate hikes, um, with one more coming here probably in the next uh, next week, to get it from nine point one to five. Um, and again, how long will it last? And again, I've been to the grocery store, oh, yeah. and so have you. Yeah. It's still it's still high. It's way out there. It's way out there, uh, especially on uh, groceries and gas. Man, those are the two items that are taken out of taken this out of calc. this number. <laughs> yeah, those are those are the so, real ones that yeah. we deal with. So yeah, and they do that just basically in the eighties. They did it to kind of levelize or normalize the the uh, inflation number. So it didn't become like 22%. You know, Pillows and TVs and couches yeah. and appliances, <laughs> sure. But when it comes to our groceries, the things yeah. that we buy every week, every, or every other day. Yep. Mm. Yeah. How often do you go to the grocery store, Joe? Um, I haven't been for, which is kind of cool. I haven't been for like uh, two and a half months. Oh. But I got the joy of going the other day. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know yeah. that I talked to Heidi and Connor about it during the afternoon show. And they go every day, if not every other day. My wife does. She goes pretty much every day, every other day to buy really? for meals for the day. Nice fresh stuff. Yeah, I'm a weak guy. My well, wife, my wife does a lot of cooking though. I yeah. don't. If I, 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 to, I burnt toaster strudels, so uh, <laughs> yeah. so I'm not allowed in Some the kitchen people anymore. Like them that way. <laughs> All right, oh, Jeff. no, I mean on fire. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, un- inedible. Yes. Jeff Zufall, senior tax trader. He's a much better uh, tax guy than he is. Yes, could. <laughs> toaster operator. Jeff Zufall, senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with Capital Advisory Group. 636-394-5524. He's my tax guy. He helped me keep my money. He can help you keep yours, too. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. See you next week. You betcha. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufal, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.